0: Hello, RP people, and welcome back to another episode of Roleplaying as Smart People, the podcast where we pretend to know what to talk about when it comes to all things tabletop. My name is Santa, and thanks for tuning in again. Joining me as always, we've got Scott and Finder. Hey, guys. Howdy. I like how you both just did the same, like, did you both just do devil horns at the exact same time? Yeah, sort of. I, I did not. I did the two fingers. He did the, uh, he did the okay. I, can,
1: I can do devil horns. Yeah, I did devil horns.
0: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't look at both of you at the exact same time. All I always see his two hands going up. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, we're, we're throwing signs. Right there you go. set you up? Oh, part of the Illuminati. <laughs> oh. yep. Confirmed. So on tonight's episode, we are going to have some fun, and we are going to create a setting using... Several, I guess you could call them cornerstones uh, that were recommended by our Discord. And I have quite a bit here. Uh, If you're on YouTube right now, you can see that there's a ton of us. There's a bunch of screens right here, a bunch on here. Uh, Some of them sound really weird and crazy, but uh, you know what? We'll make it work. So, first question, guys. Well, now, I guess the question is we're not going to use all of them, right? We're just going to randomly roll things, right? Yeah. I'm wondering how many we should start off with.
1: Well, did you... <laughs> this is the greatest show on Earth. Did you break them <laughs> down into, like, least there should be a genre, and then there should be, like...
0: There's no know. genre. There's simply prompts. Like, for example, example okay. uh, there's a couple that are, like, uh, you know, mechs, a dark sun, mystical runes, or uh, things like rocketeers. So they're, it's not so much... Uh, it's not genre based it's just Okay a, so we're going to interpret those into genre. into
2: genre. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Right? So
0: Mech I would say Mech is a sci-fi
2: but mech, if you want mechs that's a very specific type of sci-fi so we can do mech
0: sci-fi. Well is Your it? Your rocket men would be kind of well, like What if you do uh, organic mech so and you can really right? try play with that so instead it's st- almost like Attack on Titan. Yeah. Or steampunk mech. Mm. Okay,
2: well then then I guess let's build our own uh, genre list, and then we will roll and see if we get mechs into our fantasy setting.
0: I say let's roll and then s- let's roll, and let's grab like maybe like three of them. That's perfect. And then we'll build from there, and if we need another prompt, we'll start going from there.
1: Okay. But do Can't we wait? need to get
2: a genre first, like fantasy, no. sci-fi? I say, we,
0: I say we base it off of kind of what we get.
1: It just says everything.
2: No, well, the, the reason I say that is I think it could be interesting if we get mechs and it's a... Uh, Fantasy. Ooh, low fantasy yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's now a good point. you say mech and I immediately go to sci-fi.
1: Sure, yeah. True. Okay, so fantasy, sci-fi, uh post Weird West, Modern. I'm horror. Mm-hmm. Uh post what else? Post
0: Apoc would be cool. I also think modern would be cool.
1: One, two, three, four, five. We're I wrong bitch. I need one more. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, I don't. I lied. I can't count because I'm stupid. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six. I count on my fingers and I count out loud.
0: Yeah, you have <laughs> you have five fingers on one hand, and then um, you have to take out the other hand. What if I don't have
1: um, five fingers on one hand? You fuck. Well,
0: I've seen your hands. <laughs> they, de- they do they <laughs> do.
1: That wasn't creepy at all. Why don't someone roll a fucking six cider? <laughs> uh funny. You gotta, okay. Uh, oh my God. Uh, four. Four. Deadlands it is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three, four. So modern.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: That's a, this is gonna be a tough one. Okay. Yeah,
0: and yeah. okay, for the first prompt, I am rolling. Wow. Yeah. It actually Man. does the spinny thing. No one can see it uh, but you. Ooh. The first well no, the the audience who on YouTube will be able to see. And also okay. hear clapping noises right
1: now. Good for fucking them.
0: So the first one, <laughs> psionics Oh, okay. Yeah. Second? Second? Let's see. Roll Rooms. the wheel.
1: <laughs> Third. <Mac>. Very exciting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did you say the second one was? Uh, Nuanceless Tolkien, Tolkienian Dwarves. What? Nuanceless... Tolkienian dwarves It's not even a real word That was, I know this one This was other Scott's uh, Other Scott's pick Cause you oh. know how we are talking about How dwarves themselves Tend to be nuanced over the stubbornness of humans Yeah So he wants dwarves But with no, no- nuance uh, So It's very abrupt That's an interesting to a modern setting Okay have we, has there ever been modern dwarves in an RPG? Yeah, like in a modern setting,
1: yeah, where d20 modern, like in two, early 2000s? Uh,
3: okay, and now yeah. the third one, so Dionics, dwarves, what? and three, two, one, here's one, the third one, mechs.
2: That'd
0: be awesome,
1: it would be awesome. Um He's gonna pick Mex anyway, look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> synthetics
0: worship organics. What? Yes. Synthetic mm-hmm. beings worship organic matter.
3: That is I that's Okay.
2: That synthetic, is
3: synthetic worship, you said?
2: Synthetic, synthetic beings s-
0: that yeah, worship yeah, organic matter.
1: Worship, yep. Okay. Hmm. Okay.
0: I'm pretty sure that one was another other Scott one. Or that oh, might have been a Jared
1: one. Just sounds weird as fuck. So I wouldn't yeah, it does. I pass anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is. So we have dwarves. Apparently, I'm guessing we have synthetic human beings, psionics, and a modern world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So originally I was thinking it was like modern. We could do something where it's almost like. The dwarves have been around all this time and they're starting to come to the surface to okay. try and reclaim their uh reclaim you know the top but there's humans with psionics that were able to fight it but now this whole synthetic thing maybe the dwarves themselves are not full maybe in order to adapt to the under mm-hmm. earth they uh-huh. became quasi robotic or Or, you know, they became mostly synthetic, and now they're trying to claim the surface because they love what they lost, and they see humans destroying it. Yeah. Just an idea.
1: Yeah, no, you could do... It's it's real easy, right, too? And I know everyone will jump in. Uh, (laughs) The dwarves use their sonic powers to put their fucking soul energies into these goddamn golem bodies that they built. And... The what's the organic matter they would worship? So, as you're
0: saying, it's Avatar.
1: Yeah, it's Avatar, right?
0: <laughs> well, what would be the rarest thing under underground?
1: That's organic.
0: Yeah, plants, trees.
1: Oh, I like where you're going with this. Yeah. Okay.
0: And they, because they themselves have lost their organic matter by psionically attaching themselves to the actual machines, they now worship these elements uh that are organic that are you know on the surface so they're trying to do everything now to try and get it back in order and unfortunately humans are standing their way i don't know what, what's your guys thoughts on this
1: i have an idea but rich go me ahead because this is like this is like greta turnberg the fucking role-playing setting right now is what <laughs> I, <know>. I have <laughs> in my head right now no it's for serious
0: no no I, I know we're almost making like this almost like, sounds almost like an eco-terrorist type of Yes, situation. that's what I'm thinking,
1: like climate change dwarves who are defending the fucking last forests in a fucking modern world as they shrink inside of the cities and try to push back.
2: So we've turned the dwarves into the elves.
1: Sort of, yeah, but... It's almost yeah. like,
0: in a sense, yes, but they are still... They're mostly mechanical dwarves.
1: And they would use psionics like, still, right? So they would still have to act, have access to that energy.
0: Yeah, so maybe it's just their brains that are still attached. Oh yeah, Mm. brain in a jar.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, this was easy. Next, what are we talking about next?
0: (laughs) No, that was easy. (laughs) That that was actually stupidly easy. Like, I'm surprised how quickly that one came together.
1: (laughs) What's another way you could go?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Okay,
2: so now are we talking about doing a true setting? Because now the, the next thing would be okay. What types of themes would we be exploring in this, and what types of sure, yeah. Yeah. characters would we be envisioning, and, and that sort of stuff.
1: So that's the question. Are they are the players playing dwarves, or are they playing the people stopping the dwarves? I think it'd probably be more fun to play the dwarves, I'm I guessing. I think
0: it would be more fun to play the dwarves. Rich? I, I would agree. Yeah.
1: Of
2: course, uh, we've got magic, so I'm always going to go with the magic the that's magic a true side.
1: statement, right? it's a true statement. Ionix,
2: not magic. Same thing. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> It's all the same,
1: but what Rich is right. What would be a what's the good theme? I am kind of stuck on the sort of a weird. If they worship like trees and plants because they don't have them, well, it's organic, so it could be animals as well, right?
2: Yeah, well, could you have a faction that actually worships humans because we are also organic?
1: Right, hundred percent.
2: Yes, but they also see us. So. Okay.
0: But still, we
2: see people worshiping all sorts of crap in our world. Mm. I mean, yeah, you've got people who worship from a Christian theology perspective. You've got Satan worshippers who are worshiping the person who wants to destroy the world. So why couldn't you have dwarves worshiping humans?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, you're going to have those eco groups or whatever, right? Who would throw in with them anyway? So yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: See, but we're we're coming from this from almost a logical sense, but. Okay. because the dwarves have been underground for so long okay they may not truly understand how organics matter so what if using their own base nature they what they believe to be the correct manner manner is by slowly har like by actually trying to harvest the earth above and bring it under so they're taking these trees and they don't because They don't know how to take care of trees. They don't understand all that stuff because it's been so long that they've been underground that right now it's all just based off of almost like their own mythology of what these trees do. So what if they're stealing literally the organics up top, the plants, and pulling it under?
1: Hollow Earth. Oh. Trying to to regenerate their Hollow Earth world. It's died because of whatever shit war was going on between their synthetic natures and they were consuming the organic matter right in order to build their golems and increase their sonics or whatever and then yeah so now they gotta reap the you know destroy the fucking surface world in order to regenerate their hollow earth.
0: This is actually
1: <laughs> this actually sounds like fun.
0: This would be Whoa. something I'd honestly play.
1: Someone pull up chat GPT real fast. Let's start getting into settings. <laughs> I'll let you guys do <laughs> you <start> that, already. <laughs>
0: And we'll, yeah. All right. So. I'm actually curious if we put in chat GBT, can you make an RPG that involves 100% dwar- dwarves, yep. uh, synthetics, worshiping, organic life, and psionics in the modern world? What would it pop out?
1: 100% it'll give you a. Here's a way you might be able to do this, and it will probably be really cool.
0: You know what would be the saddest thing if it just came up with exactly what we just came up with?
1: No, it'd be amazing if it did, because that means it's yeah.
0: We are, they, yeah. It is listening. We've already confirmed it has. Right. He's... Bard also apparently listens to us, but
1: although know. Bard said our f- the best host is Joe Rogan, so I'm yeah, I pretty don't pretty sure. really. Full- Bard is the dumbest fucking AI on the earth right now because before Joe Rogan, it gave me Sam Harris, Eric Weinstein, uh, a couple other physicists. It's Like, hey, oh, did I know. Give us people. a nine
0: out of ten. It did give us a nine out of ten. True statement, but it can't even name the host, so is it no, really listening or is it just all. like
2: giving lip service? It's just Man. saying it does. I'm just and yeah. mid as... thinks
1: that Rich wears glasses and is a tall, slender 30 something <laughs> thinks that I'm a ginger uh anime girl and that you're uh you know just
0: a suave, yeah, no, pretty much like, every you're like a single... sonic character. Did you, did, yeah, did you ever actually um? put in a f- picture of us and throw it in there to see what a,
1: I couldn't what get fun. the. I have to load a picture up on a, on a site where I can get the link to feed it. Yeah. Why don't you just,
0: you, if if you can put it into Discord, you can grab the link out of Discord.
1: Oh, shit. Well, there that's easy. Yeah, I, I was going to say
0: site. you could also pull up, like, you know, the YouTube video and then just use the snipping tool on your computer yeah, got and it, just... I got, it. Yeah.
1: I got it, I got it,
0: I got it. Okay. And for our really amazing. this
2: is what procrastination looks like. Oh, and
0: we're done. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. so, what, so what did ChatGPT have to say?
3: I didn't pull it up. I'm, I have to have my desktop for that. Uh, I thought Finder did it. No, I didn't do that.
2: Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> anyway, we still win. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it wasn't pretty easy. It is a compelling setting because from here, you can take in a lot of directions.
0: Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I honestly think if we were going with them where they were trying to harvest and bring it all under, you would definitely be playing as a human and almost like a human resistance. Maybe it's just the start of it, so you're still okay, trying to keep- Okay, so, so here's the question. If we're playing as humans,
2: do we have access to the psionics, or is the psionics purely a dwarven thing?
1: Hmm. What if the humans... Because we didn't have any, we don't have any limitations, right? Yeah. So what if the yeah. human part of this is like... The like, I don't know, Secret Order of Warlocks or some wild shit. So humans use actual magic or druidism is like, pagan, like, actual heathenism that you have instead of just LARPing that you're a fucking Viking warrior from fucking 2,000 years ago that goes to McDonald's every day for lunch, that you actually have people who are no-shit gifted heathen priests who have the capability of actually using divine magic or nature magic or whatever to combat this because they have to stop what the doors are doing because they don't, the doors, like you said, don't understand what the hell they're doing.
0: That's, that definitely can work. It's an intru- I, the other part I was thinking of is instead of going with humans have magic. What do we have that they don't have air superiority? You got the military at your backing. You have laser well, satellite. Under Earth, you don't you no yeah. longer have that though. So in, yeah. in the
2: Earth, there's none of that stuff. Oh
0: yeah.
1: What if we had mechs?
0: <laughs> you know what? Just because it's not added in, it doesn't mean we can't throw in Max. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But no, the, the actual magical. One was cool. I don't know. It's, it, it, it's actually a really neat premise. I like it. It is a neat okay. premise. So, so the premise is we've got
2: these dwarves that live underground. It's a hollow earth sort of scenario. They're trying to revitalize their world by destroying our world. We are defending our world against them. It's the modern times. Dwarves have psionics and synthetic bodies, you said, right? Yes. Yes. What do those synthetic bodies look like?
0: I feel like if it was a dwar- dwarf, it would be... Very utilitarian based off their purpose, like they would all be very specialized. Like,
2: you know what I mean? No, I, I mean, are we talking their stone bodies, their metal bodies? They're, I would when think... we say, they're synthetic bodies. What are their synthetic bodies look like?
3: I would think metal. What about you? Uh,
1: yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, metal. Like, precious metals makes it even harder for the choice to be made. Like, if, how bad do you destroy one? Because it's made of, like, plutonium and uranium and gold, silver. All these rare earth elements are used for, like, their eyes and their optic sensors or whatever the fuck they need to use. And Because so you can add that level of, and you can kill it, but killing it destroys all this shit. So you devalue, and you need that metal in order to build the weapons, like bullets and whatever, in order to harm the fucking dwarven golem mechs or whatever the fuck they are. Mm-hmm.
2: And so, what do the organic bodies of the dwarves look like, and where are they stored? How do they reproduce? Not that we're getting into sex moves, but if it's a campaign, well, on a tenor better, dwarves have to have some sort of mortality
0: or sure, yeah. Well, there's there's a couple of ways we that we could do. We can either say they completely abandon their bodies and they're finite. The other one is we can go with old mythology where. They are actually born of the stone itself.
1: So that's not a bad idea, too. And what yeah. about in order to reproduce, they have to be willing to split their remaining psyche. So every generation born is, they're sort of going mad, right? They're becoming more degenerate.
0: <laughs> I, I, I like that. I like answer. that. That's, that's awesome. I freaking love that. That is such a cool Do idea. Do me a
1: favor and look in chat. The Mid Journey gave me a, a picture of us. I hate this fucking art generator.
0: Okay. It's actually pretty cool, though. Uh, <laughs> I'll post it after the show. Yeah, I'm I'm going to just throw it in there because <laughs> we... I'm going to throw it in the pictures afterwards be, just because, um, you know, that has our own general chat. I it. don't know why <laughs> it
1: thinks we're all women, but this is a fucking pretty good art, actually, while you're bullshitting. Like, I would gladly use some of this art for shit. <laughs>
0: And there's no uh, gingers
1: this time, though. Oh, there's one ginger. Sorry, I lied. Anyway, you got
0: You got You got a screen. You got to figure out OBS and screen lock it so you're able to just pop it up on your image.
1: Right? Be like, God damn it! <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So okay. So we like the de- their the degenerative race. A degenerative uh, I mean,
2: race. So we're going Born directly from the rocks. We said right.
1: Yeah. Born from the rocks, and then their psyche go- went into the bodies, and then in order to reproduce and keep their numbers up, they have to split their. Psyche, right? And then that drives them slowly mad over generations.
0: Wait, is that supposed to be us? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm trying
3: to... <laughs> we try to figure out who the fuck is who?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have a feeling I'm the one on the okay, in the top right one. I am definitely... I think they probably have me as the one on the top right. Just because... I've noticed that the video doesn't do my hairline justice, and it fogs oh, it, and it looks like I'm balling, which is I, ironic because I'm pretty sure Finder there looks the youngest.
1: So, no, you'd have the headphone. You have the headphones oh. on in the upper left. Oh, yeah, I and I think I have the fucking um, ri- Rich is probably wait. No, I have the dark yeah. hair right because you have headphones on, and she has headphones on in her hair right. So I'm. Yeah. I'm The other one has headphones around her throat. And then the other one is the is the I uh, think on the top
0: right one. Finder is the one on the top left, I'm pretty sure.
2: I'm the picture in the back of the girl
0: in the top right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't wear (laughs) headphones. There's no reference for it to have drawn him like that. I would almost guess the dark hair. That girl actually has two
0: headphones. You could also be the guy who's you know
1: No,
2: I, I mean in the background. I'm like the photo on the wall. In the
1: background. No, no, Rich is the Ubu the Ubu girl on the bottom He's right. He's the
0: Ubu girl. Okay. I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to throw up this picture for you guys. I'm gonna have to throw up too. I'm okay. the I'm the just, lower, just I got the lower left. I'm I'm the oh my god, so random girl. Just for a second. I'm pulling this away. And I'm gonna put it back because I really want to capture it. Greatest this.
1: podcast ever. i mean, can't wait for the feedback. I,
0: I know they're gonna be like, we can't see what the fuck you're talking about, bro.
1: Well you can in a few seconds. Give it a minute. Stop being impatient. <laughs> Look, we finished your setting in 35 seconds. Oh. So you, you weren't that clever. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay, now they can see. That's <laughs> actually hilarious.
1: I That's a really good picture, actually, like, bullshitting. I like the style of the art. <laughs> yeah. Could I write a sci-fi fantasy setting in that art style?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, getting to consistently produce that art style is the trick. Right, that's for.
1: tough. Yeah, that'd be so solid. Be like, what are you? Why is this? this isn't an anime setting. Yeah, (laughs) it is now. (laughs) I
0: was gonna say, nothing says it can't be. (laughs) The guys on the people listening right now on the podcast are just like, what the fuck are they talking about, man? We
1: look okay. We'll get back to your stupid (laughs) synthetic nonsense. So
2: so it it sounds like though, if the dwarves are progressively getting degenerate because they have to split their psyche. This is going to be human-centric campaign fighting against the dwarves. I right? like
1: that. Yeah,
2: and that also allows us to do cool things with the dwarves because if they are born of the earth, they could shoot like vines and roots out of their bodies as part of their magic, right? To,
1: yeah, could you to use sonics use onyx to control the plant life around everyone? Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Reach out to tap into organic minds, maybe non-sentient organic minds like dogs yeah. and other animals and. In my, in the immortal words of Russians, animals and birds, because <laughs> Russians don't believe animals or birds. They're not categorized the same. Just put a pen in that. <laughs> that was an hour and a half long argument in school. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah.
0: Well, should we try and make another one? Because I went stupidly quickly. No, we haven't finished this one.
2: What do you want to do next? Archetypes. I mean, the, the, we're, we now know we're playing humans. The humans are going to be what? Are they going to be hmm. um, dwarves, I'm assuming, would be discovered as they make incursions into our world, Uh but how do you build a campaign around this concept, right? I mean, what types of adventures would you run run these people through? Would they be infiltrating the Hollow Earth? Would they just be fending off dwarf attacks?
0: How how do you have a lasting campaign for something? What if this is kind of like Task Force Raven in Ascent, except instead of going to certain locations, you go to newly popped-up sinkholes?
1: Like Gears so, of War, and then you adventure down inside of them,
0: and and in order to stop them from coming back up or yeah, from, sure. yeah, yeah, so kind of like Gears of a, War. It's going to be
1: mainly
2: a, a military fighty type scenario where the the team would be archetypes of like medic. Here's your gunner. Here's your demolitions expert. Those sorts yeah, of yeah, I would think so. And you well, can
0: you, you can easily have someone who's running a drone.
3: Well, yeah. Could be superheroes too. <laughs> just throwing another one.
1: I mean, <laughs> is that technically a genre, I guess?
2: Um,
0: it, it's technically a genre, but paradox. that doesn't mean you couldn't do that I, I would mean, say it's, it's a modern.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's a genre. So,
0: yeah, but then then you can just say that D&D is part
1: of the superhero but genre. Do you want to, Oh, pulp was another genre I left out. Oh man, I feel like I just left out things. But, yeah, would you want to run a military style campaign or would you want to run like. Um, they're stealing organic matter. For me, of- the
2: military campaigns, the military types t- campaigns are good for like one offs or palate yeah. cleansers, short, really short sorts of things. Yeah. If you wanted to run a, a longer version of it, this could be a. I like your idea of the hollow earth. If you want to twist things a little bit, say, okay, we're modern, but it's going to be pulpy style. And now you have a group of explorers that are going into the earth to find out what's going on. And yep. they discover the dwarves organically as they're doing their exploration sorts of stuff.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like a secret yep. order dedicated to pulp type explorations. And you get linked into it. And then you got to, I don't know, figure your way to the center of what's causing the dwarves to want to expand out and i guess what shut it down or make it understand there's a couple ways you could you could run the campaign to get to that the end point
0: yeah you could even not know about the dwarves initially and it could just be and let's say theoretically what if you guys actually what if the players actually play a research team uh who are going into And I'm just going to bring up a a sinkhole, but the largest sinkhole ever recorded that swallowed up a massive part of the forest. And so maybe this is more of a short-term campaign type style thing where your whole goal is once you get in there, you realize like and you, there's always going to be like a point of no return where you can't pop back out. And then you're kind of stuck in there. We can do like a modern, maybe mix in a little bit of a horror element where you are trying to figure out how to stop this at the same time where you know you're going up against everything that's bigger, badder than you, but you have to find that kill switch that essentially stops their plan, because what if they're all built up almost like, because they're dwarves, so I'm going to take, and I'm going to take this, I'm going to take ants for, I'm going to add in some kind of ant kind of stuff in there, where they're, this is their hive, this is where they are, yeah, they're nuts, but there's a queen, and maybe instead of a queen, because they're, they're, oh, they're, you know, automated, maybe it's almost like a giant generator that allows them to continue on with their psionic life. What if they feed it all into there, yeah. in a sense? Like and a living sky like, crystal. Yeah, kind of. Or like, like a living mother ant. And then it also can,
4: yeah.
0: it could be like one of the last few biological ones. And then instead of going with our previous m- method, yeah. she's the one who's going nuts. And all the other ones are all the other dwarves are simply feeding off of her own emotions, driving them nuts as well, but they're still following and issuing commands, almost kind of like uh, where paranoia, you got to do what friend computer says or else you'll be. So they're almost kind of, they're nuts too, but they're still following directives as order. You know, if we take
2: away the insanity element of it, I think this has a better aspect for a long-term campaign because at that point there could be multiple outcomes. Yeah. I like it. it. It gives you more opportunities for role play because you can have an explorer team, which means you now have yeah. maybe geologists or uh, other scientists that are going into this group and they, they're going to have their, their troops for helping protect them and things like that as they're exploring, they discover the dwarves. Now, how do we deal with this threat because that could be, you know, we're now going to war with the dwarves, or it could be, let's find a solution that works for everybody, because we now have two groups of people that are recognizing this problem. Let's put our minds together and figure out how do we save both groups of people. Um, and so there could be non-combat resolution type aspects, or it could be total combat there's uh, to me that that has a much more interesting aspect, but in order for the non-combat piece to work, it has to be something that is at least or at least part of it has to be a rational faction that can be reasoned with. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, that works.
1: That works. So for archetypes, I've got expedition lead yep. you know, like a professional explorer, a geologist, a thief, mm-hmm. right? A demolitions expert, uh, a dilettante or a benefactor. A documentarian. Yep. Um
0: To be honest, if they were going into something like that, don't you think they would just out of curiosity, with nothing. your own mm-hmm. because they're kind of going into an unknown, would it seem reasonable that the military would send a couple people almost just as like let's say like I'm just saying like rangers who are trained in survival, mm-hmm. who like, you know, scouts, stuff like that, people who know how to deal with those survival situations? Because, like, no offense to scientists out there, but a lot of them just simply work in the labs. Even ones who do field work, it tends to be in very controlled environments, to a yeah. certain degree. And so, theoretically, me, though,
2: I don't know. Initially, right? I mean, maybe after they make their first contact with the dwarves, possibly. But up until then, I don't. I mean,
1: you, you could have hired muscle for bodyguards, right? Y- yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, you never know. It's, it's and that would give you off. mercenaries, and for, that's yeah. ex-military, and that gives you a lot of tension. Yeah. Of like, I think you even have like, if you had like background talents or background story, yeah. some of those guys could be military bed spying for the government, and now you create the tension. Like in, uh, oh shh, what was the movie where they had to go the abyss, where you had the seals in there, and they had I the know. nuke with them, and right, and they were working against some of them were working against the scientists because those missions are going to be opposite. Into uh, of the spectrum of final resolution, if you will. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah no, I think those are good ideas, man. Yeah, solid, guys. And
0: even, like, I'm just, if you wrote it in, let's say, a PBTA style, just throwing that out there, oh, man. you could give the soldiers immediately have another ad- agenda yep. to the sinkhole opposed to the scientists. Yeah, and it's every time like
1: they a... fill that agenda, you get experience, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, could... so...
1: Yeah. Now remember, Just, the, these living creature golem things or what? They have to be dwarf-sized because that's, that's the shtick. Yeah. So what else makes them du- nuanceless dwarves?
3: They don't have beards.
1: Oh my god, there you go, they're clean-shaped. <laughs> unplayable, they unplayable. No, there's no unplayable. hair to be found because they don't have hair, they're artificial <laughs> beings. Perfect. Yeah. All right, well, uh, oh, let's, and let's also guys every, every single two weeks,
0: yeah. Every <laughs> single one of them, no matter if they what they are, they are always they always have hammers, either <laughs> a pneumatic hammer that's attached mm-hmm. and replaces one of their arms, yeah, or something like that.
1: Yeah, because you don't chop and, rocks, no, Damn fucking people, goddamn gamers.
0: <laughs> My dwarf has a battle axe underground to cut all the ore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sledgehammers and pickaxes. Uh.
2: <laughs> uh, because because pickaxes are charging into combat with, it's hammer time. <laughs> 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 <Everybody. laughs>
1: I see you say it twice. Yeah. Uh man, let's trying to think what? of what else we really don't have it we didn't want to put a system to it so no right
2: no we, no, we, we did to, to uh, the idea that where you were going with the archetypes i think is great and then it would just be a matter of for each system that you're going to run this in or for whatever system you run it in you would figure out what are the boons traits uh play mm-hmm. playbooks or whatever but I, I think having those archetypes help you identify what would be those sorts of advantages or whatever disadvantages that would come into play for that sort of thing, knowing that you're a human centric sort of
1: yeah, sure. Thing. This is almost like yeah, this is really good. It's yeah. Like uh Disney's Atlantis, but brought into a a more modern era. Yeah, that was a good movie actually. well Atlantis,
0: uh animated
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: that was fun. yeah. I I don't I good
1: pulp I... adventure. People yeah, that watch was actually it. a lot of fun. Yeah, if you want to run into good pulp shit uh yeah well that was good okay <laughs> yeah i'm just like I mean really, so but the, i guess i mean uh, we can keep adding too as we think about it but i mean it really is that easy right it took 15 20 minutes to ha- get three ideas and sit down and hammer out and that's why i think some people 34 34. so some, and some people freak out when they think about writing a setting and yeah filling out all the pros and everything in the book it or your your documents takes time but you see how fast an idea can come yep. together and it's just and you're going to refine this as you go along anyway i've refined black sun dawning a couple of times i mean i just literally just added something to one of the uh, the menaces that's out there in dark space uh and it was just like it hit me i'm like oh my god that is such a cool response to you know everything around him so yeah yeah you
0: guys want to try and do another one Three never. random ones? Sure. Whatever. I kind of had fun doing that one. Okay, all the ones previously have been removed.
1: Okay, well, you got to do a... Uh, now you got to do a D8 for genre. Yes. D8? Yeah, because I added two more on
0: Yeah. There. No, Finer, you want to roll? Uh, like, oh. Yeah, Siri,
2: okay. give me a random number between one and eight.
1: Okay. Working. Here's your number, 34.
3: <laughs> she, she never listens when I want her to. Of hey, course. sir, no. give me a random number between one and eight. Five.
1: Horror.
0: Ooh, okay. And the first option is.
1: Right at my alley.
0: A hospital full of zombies.
1: So you're a former sheriff, and you wake <laughs> up. In the- All right. <laughs>
0: Okay, and the next one is Max. Oh my god, uh, Max would be awesome. <laughs> oh no, natural disasters.
3: Oh, that's easy. It that
1: ties right in.
0: And it was almost at mystical runes. I was like, that would have been cool.
1: That'd be really good, actually.
0: Yeah. The last Sorry. one.
3: Oh. Okay, here's where the curveball is. What is it? Minotaurs. Okay.
0: okay. The Minotaurs
1: one, I was just like... Well, it didn't say what time frame or period this is in. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. The fucking fall of... The fucking fall of, uh, of Crete and King my- King Minos through a zombie apocalypse uh, and they had hospitals back in the day and uh, tied away from Poseidon's wrath, some shit like that could have just unlocked all of this no I think it. that
2: would be that would be an interesting setting to go with, right It would there. be
1: a weird setting to go
2: with. Now I, I will I'll do a couple of clarifications. One of the things is, I know that, that that natural disasters, I believe came from Jared, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And he was talking about natural disasters that occur with some form of regularity that have to be dealt with. Like it's not just a one and done sort of natural disaster, but it's something that occurs that needs to be dealt with as it happens. Okay. But the other question is there's nothing that says we have to take things completely literally. So I like this with, with the, with the Minotaurs, are there ways that we could spin that into something a little bit more interesting than, than bullheaded humans.
0: Okay. 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 Here's my idea. And we can do this in modern age, sci-fi, whatever. So let's say theoretically you are in a hospital. There are zombies, but what if the zombies are, and we can go with a very stereotypical, there was experiments in the basement by who knows who, who knows what, who then created the zombies who were lab subjects right but at the same time what if the minotaurs themselves they sort of look like minotaurs but they're really just experimentations with the undead being grafted together and what they have is almost a minotaur like being and the actual horns that you would see what if they're just additional arms and the bodies imse- themselves—the body is made up of multiple bodies stacked like side by side, creating a bigger being. Hell, you can cool, finish- even, like yeah, centipede. Yeah, it's just like a, like almost like it. God's face is. It's on the ass to mouth core.
1: <laughs> manja, manja, manja. <laughs>
2: I see where you're going
1: with it, though. It's I'm looking up like.
2: "Ah, What what if the zombies were the player characters?
1: uh, That's actually that's interesting. There was a video game that dealt with that. So yeah, Stubbs the zombie.
3: What what was it?
1: Stubbs the zombie. Never even heard of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I can think of is Streets of Rogue where you can play as a zombie to effect. And your whole goal is to infect everyone on every floor. Multiplayer, by the way.
3: Yep.
0: One of the one of my favorite just let's kill everything games. But um
1: let's murder everything.
0: So so what about this? Yeah. Last of Us is
2: really big now, right? Yeah. Was oh see, I haven't I I haven't finished I think I've only watched like two or three episodes. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But but I mean, what if this game was told through the eye or through the lens of you are the zombies and the horror is you're having to defend yourself against these humans that are trying to destroy you. And minotaurs are the mech suits that they're using
0: oh i like that that's pretty good actually i actually really like that you're you're just you're just you're <laughs> yeah, just a you're just a fungus zombie and you're trying to you're just trying to live your life and unfortunately these pesky humans keep on killing your friends
4: fucking yeah. perfect yeah.
1: that is legit and as I, you as you advance your character right you can go from the various stages from the cord from the cordycepsis fucking infection
0: yeah, and oh, we man. could even we could even because I I don't I've never played The Last of Us. Just a heads up, you could even steal some shit from like Left or For Dead, where the classes could be like you know like the thing with the giant tongue that can grab people. You got yeah. the bloated monster, uh, you have the Hulk, you have like the witch, you have all those different ones. Nice
1: hit, uh, that... perfect. And the natural disaster would be like a. Uh like a radiant spore storms or some shit that crop up at random intervals, and that can affect the zombies, right? Maybe a little bit of an advantage to if you're out-functioning in it, like healing, regenerative power, whatever. And then for the humans, it would be, hey, this is an infectious state, and you can't be caught out in this.
0: Well, since if you're playing as a zombie, what if... How about for this? What if... Uh, experiments with trying to control the weather actually were successful oh. and the humans are actually using nat- like the na- the weather as wow. a weapon against the zombies.
1: Uh, harp, yeah, they're using harp.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the that's what it's called. Yeah. Now now we're going to all end up on a government blacklist.
1: Um, all the <laughs> all the settings that I've written and all the research I've done for games. Woof. google give me the high school plans for this high school (laughs) i need
0: floor plans (laughs) and if a video game i'm sorry but if if everyone who ever wrote the word bomb into google there would be so many just from freaking video games
1: yeah of course no that's not a bad idea though like some kind of a natural disaster that would affect you as the player characters right it's probably where it's probably yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well,
0: because zombies can get waterlogged. They can also, if they're really dry, lightning strikes would definitely yeah. mess them up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that's not bad.
0: That's actually a lot of fun.
1: Interesting. This is almost like a, what else was in the movie too? Uh, one of the um, one of the George Romero movies near the last of them, the zombies were becoming sen- sentient, or they're recovering their sentience. Yeah. 'Cause they were using guns and shit. City of the Dead. I don't remember which one it was. was yeah.
0: using guns?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Which is
2: awesome. Yeah. It's actually. So There's nothing more terrifying than, than an enemy that can use your weapons against you.
1: There you go. Right? Perfect. <laughs> oh, another one down. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was actually surprisingly easy. It, it really is. It, it really is this this is. This should be an eye opener for people who get stuck on like they don't want to do. The hardest part is how do you convince your group to do something like this? Because I think I'm with Rich. I think a lot of these would start as one shots, Mm -hmm. but if played, if well well played, by everyone. I think they would probably could have a, a, an ability to turn into a longer form campaign or at least, a, you know,
0: i yeah, I think, I think what the prompts we got, it, they are kind of more geared towards one shots. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but no, it said the setting had to be written to be a long campaign. So no, no, no. Yeah, to, be fair. to
0: to be honest, I prefer short campaigns and one shots opposed to long form campaigns. Yeah. See, man. And I like, I like long form campaigns
2: because it gives you a little bit more ability to see character growth, but that's why, I mean, even with this one here, is there a way for us to turn that into a style that would allow for a longer campaign? Kind of like what we did with the previous one. Sure. Um, there, there could be things here that would allow us to turn this into a bigger campaign. Where, yeah, absolutely You're playing the zombies. I don't know. I doubt it because we'd have to understand what the motivation is mm-hmm. for the zombies to be able to do that. But friends.
1: Well, they could, they could, they can, they could believe that maybe the goal is for the zombie characters is to eventually reach Harp because along the way you're discovering that you could actually tune heart to where you could undo the, you know, the zombie hood or the virus or whatever, and have some sort of revivification process. Oh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you could do it.
2: Just a, well, it's a matter of identifying what your long-term goal yeah. is for the story itself. Right. Yeah.
0: I mean, even thinking it's just like, if we're going with like, you know, the last of us type, type-style zombies, where it's actually like a fungus growing, what if the brain and the fungus himself have started to intermingle and just recently they're starting to become sentient?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, You almost have to be. You couldn't have mindless player characters. Not really. Yeah.
0: You're just some of the few that are mm-hmm. almost like the enlightened zombies. So your goal is not only to stop the evil humans from destroying you, your goal is also to, to figure out how to enlighten the other zombies. Either you're you were touched by a chemical or some freak occurrence. Yeah. And now you you're know,
2: trying- I, I really like that part of it. Cause that gives you motivation to work with your other zombies work against the humans and, or at least try to find some way to deal with all that. Yeah. The other thing that I was thinking of as you were talking is a way to make this into a almost crossover miniature first and TTP, ah, TTRPG type of game would be, You each control each of the player characters controls a individual segment of the fungus. Mm -hmm. And so that they're controlling a set of zombies. And they're now having to work together as a fungal community. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Especially since the funguses are all connected. That's yeah. Yeah. We can we can name we can name the setting Zombros. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bet. That's pretty good.
1: No, it's good. It's good. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of ways you could run with that too. With those individual zombies, there's a lot of ways you could run with that.
0: I kind of like. I kind of like your idea finder, where you talk about how they're almost all interconnected from the fungus itself. It it, it actually would be yeah. really cool. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well.
4: Well,
1: there's that. Shit. Yeah. Um, is that all album? right.
0: <laughs> nope, we're almost done. Let's just do one more quick one because I'm oh actually. Oh my god! And yeah. ha- aren't you having kind of fun with this? I am. Uh, yeah, I thought so. Shut up. Yeah.
1: Let me space down and go back. All right. All right.
0: Now we have
1: I need a D8 first to find out what the. F-
0: oh. Zen or chi wielding monk.
1: God damn it! Hold no. on, wait. You gotta
0: wait.
2: Yeah. What? didn't hey, between one and eight. Oh yeah. Keep on forgetting about
3: that part. <laughs> Five again. No, uh, no, yeah. no. Four. Yeah. Give me a number between one and eight. I need to get a freaking
0: D8. My dice aren't. Hang on, I'll be right back. Oh my God. Well, I have I have a D7, a D5. A D7 is not a D8, my friend. Yeah, it's I know. Kind of but technically,
1: we only need a D6. <laughs> if I just take out the middle. Okay, two. seven. Uh supers.
0: Ooh. Well then Zen wielding monks definitely is yeah. Zen or Chi wielding monks definitely worse.
1: percent Yeah, big uh, trouble, little China. Next prompt I feel
0: like okay, I feel like superheroes <laughs> is probably the easiest one to really throw anything into. Don't care. Uh what is it? Using the stars as transform as transportation.
1: Oh that's yeah, super easy. Yeah,
0: and then last one.
3: Is
0: uh, I think this is gonna be one that also plays pretty easily. Supernatural contracts.
1: Easy. All right, again, uh Big Trouble Little China, and uh thanks for watching.
0: Yeah, honestly, a hundred
2: percent perfect the only, right there. The only thing that's not in there is stars as transportation. Oh yeah. Well, I mean unless you're you're you checking. get on the back of like uh um, No,
0: no, no, where 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 is what?
2: And let him What if
0: the stars are actually the Hollywood fucking stars? That's what I just said. Tom Cruise, oh. you get on the back of Tom Cruise and he he Oh no no, he no. I was talking around. about the stars in the stuff in the in the on on the cro- Oh on the you're sidewalk.
2: talking those si- those stars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was easy. You, you stand on one star and you get teleported somewhere. Yes. Yeah.
1: You get teleported to <laughs> the star next to it. But then
2: then you gotta <laughs> get back to him. It's like crap. <laughs>
1: You can teleport it to where that star currently is, or the or in turn.
2: <laughs>
0: just don't let the paparazzi find out, right? <laughs> yeah, that one. I feel like if anything, this just proves you can literally throw anything at superheroes and it would work.
1: Yeah, I mean that's super easy.
0: Yeah, why would you add that one in there? That was a bad one. That <laughs> was, was the
1: fucking genre. <laughs> I don't know,
0: man. No, no, I get you. I get you.
1: Well. Yeah. You
0: know what? I think for the first time ever, we're under an hour.
1: That's amazing. Congratulations. I hope everyone enjoys it, and they get to see oh, us as anime characters.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. We haven't done D&D trivia yet, though.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh
1: no. An hold hour on. it is.
0: No, hold on. Shit, yeah, we, we, we tried gotta our own. I got to unpack
1: everything. I got to unpack everything.
0: Yeah, we actually uh, tried our own using a website last It week. was way too easy. It was way too
1: easy. Oh, it, I feel bad. I got I,
0: I got all the ones.
1: Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Woo. Uh, I don't know who we started with last week, so it doesn't really matter. We'll just ask us. Uh, st- you. Uh, we started with you last time. Okay. Cool. Santa. Uh, magic and miscellany, history, monsters, dungeons and adventures, characters, or cosmology.
0: Monsters. So you guys don't get the easy ones.
1: Monsters. <laughs> what? What is the innate spell casting ability of? Of a Gith Yankee warrior, intelligence, wisdom, or charisma?
3: Intelligence. That's what I was going to go with as
2: Very well. Very good.
1: Yeah. Very good. Rich, magic miscellany, history, dungeons and adventures, characters, or cosmology?
2: Let's go Duns and Ad- dungeons and adventures.
1: Dungeons, dungeons. and adventures, I. What capability do certain humanoids, spellcasters, and magic items have? That permits sight in
3: lightless dungeons. F- oh, okay. So are we talking? <laughs> yeah, dark that- vision, infra vision. Um, I don't know what they're
1: looking
3: for in
2: that. Regard. That's what they're yeah. looking
1: for. Dark vision. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very well done. Uh, Back you guys in the day, can- it would
2: have been Infravision.
1: and or ultravision, which was yes. always fun. Uh, okay, you What's guys. Ultravision. Can- uh, you see the ultraviolet spectrum. Yeah. it was uh um oh Wasn't umber hulks. Oh umber, um, hulks, yeah. umber hulks had it yeah and then i want to say in first edition strau had dark vision what else had ultra vision it was usually found with like psionic stuff like aberrations yeah. and whatnot um let's see magic miscellany history characters or cosmology for me what do you guys want
2: Uh, let's go with cosmology because we can never get enough Forgotten Realms.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I, know, I was debating on. I was, I was thinking, I was like, we can either do Forgotten Realms or we can do animated series from the '80s.
1: Which deity of Faerun, sometime, sometimes called the Evenhanded, is represented by balanced scales resting on a warhammer? I th- it should be tier correct. And it's not because of that. It's because in Norse mythology, he lost his hand at the wolf's joint. Anyway. So we're all tied? <laughs> we're all tied. This is actually the best we've ever done. Um, Santa, magic and miscellany, history, or characters? Magic. Magic miscellany. <laughs> How many swords of answering are known to exist in the world of Greyhawk? This is, I don't even, I have no idea.
0: A um, lot.
1: No. Nine. Each one for the... Each has its own alignment link,
0: you know. That's why I said nine. Okay.
1: Rich, (laughs) history or characters?
0: Let's go with
2: characters.
1: Characters it is. This is the first time we're deviating from the animated show. Uh, What? What? Yeah, I know. I'm shocked. According (laughs) to a Dwarven saying, how many years does it usually take for an acquaintance to become a trusted friend?
2: According to a Dwarven saying, how many years does it take for an acquaintance to become a trusted friend? Yes. Let's go 75. You were so
1: close. 100. The difference between an acquaintance and a friend is about 100 years, is the quote. Lame. I agree. Uh, Must be some stupid Forgotten Realms thing.
0: I've actually heard that before, but not on D&D. Oh, Really? Yeah, yeah. Where? It I'm can't pretty, be a
1: real life one because then
0: yeah.
1: What is it? I'm pretty it's sure unsafe. it was
0: like I'm pretty sure it was in a movie where there's dwarves, and I remember, like, I remember hearing oh. that line. I remember hearing that line, and that's why they don't trust humans. I wonder if it
1: was the the one about the dwarves going back. Oh, what was the name of that fucking movie? It wasn't really well done, but it's about dwarves going back underground to reclaim their lost kingdom or the lost mine, and it's on like oh. Tubi or
0: something like that. Yeah, yeah I, time, I swear I've heard. I swear I've heard that exact line. Well, they before. could have
1: stolen it without anyone knowing because no one pays attention to this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, so history. The last one. What? Oh, what? What Greek philosopher's name is given to the regular polyhedrons commonly sold as gaming dice? I don't. This is
3: the.
1: Uh, I don't think I've. I know it's
0: common, right?
1: I've never heard this before. Plato. Regular polyhedrons are known as Platonic solids. I've never heard that ever. Never. (laughs) Not in a million fucking years of playing (laughs) this game. Well,
0: now, now, now you can tell your uh, your group. Can you break out your pl- platonic
1: solids? Uh, excuse me. Actually, in the nineteen eighty-two edition of Dragon <laughs> Magazine, there was an article. Uh, they asked in stage advice.
2: Oh my goodness! What? If you put, if you type in platonic solids in Amazon.com, it brings up gaming dice. <laughs> really? <laughs> I <laughs>
1: Uh, Richie, you is and this... I have, a, we have We have now have like 60 years of gaming. Have you've never heard of that? I've either. never
2: heard no, I've never heard that ever in my life.
1: Not referred to dice, no bones. Yes,
0: yes, uh, polyhedrals. Yes,
1: polyhedrals. Yes, yeah. I just uh, google dice.
0: solid sets, but the huh, crazy thing is there's some really weird shaped ones. They're actually kind of cool.
1: No, no, I want to look. This is great for. On the live, yeah, right.
0: Platonic solid sets. They're not. Nobody's going to see this. I'm probably going to delete this part from the video. Okay, but um, whatever. Yeah, but on no, that, we'll oh, learn. Oops. Oh, go yeah. ahead, fine.
2: I, I said, just leave it in. Let them learn. Oh
1: yeah, that's <laughs> like uh, crystal shape shit. Yeah, it's actually. No, these cool. aren't dice. Though these are these are children's fucking toy shapes.
2: Uh, I, there are other ones that I see as dice as well.
1: Yeah, there's a marble. Okay, so anything that's a solid thing that has sides pretty pretty. apparently is, yeah. a, is a is a platonic okay. solid. A
0: platonic solid. Hey, there's call trips.
1: Yeah, cal-trips. I saw that when the caltrop, Yeah, in the in the immortal words of one of my favorite means, sure, Jan.
2: <laughs> Excuse me. I can, I can believe it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay. anyway,
1: there's four different role playing games that you can play that make a difference. There's Savage Worlds, that's us, we're the tits. (laughs) There's PDCA, they do a lot of weird adventuring.
0: Well, you know, as we've discovered, (laughs) Savage Worlds doesn't always work. (laughs) Uh, Savage Worlds doesn't always work. We've discovered that. We're switching systems.
1: We're not switching systems, I mean... We're switching systems. You need to play the system first.
0: I do. I'm so excited. You're, you're,
1: the, you're one of the, probably the hardest critic besides Rich. So, and I got rich with it, or at least he says it to my, my text face.
0: Awesome. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Well, anyways, on that note, folks, uh, before Cheers. we ramble on, I uh, hope you guys had a good time. Uh, we had fun. It was really interesting with random prompts, and you can mm. tell that you got some of them. You're meant to torture us a little, which was and enjoyable.
1: Still- And yet you failed. Try harder. Dare to be better.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and Jared would be proud of me. I answered uh, an actual uh, D&D question. So on that note, folks, I hope you guys had a good day, a good time, and see you all next week. Bye-bye. Later.